With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with my man Lee Judges in the building. And also we've got a couple of special guests today. We've got Louise and Matt joining us. Um, they're going to be telling us about this excellent sort of initiative they've uh, set up in their son's name. Um, you know, I didn't want to reveal it too much. They're going to explain it later on, but it's absolutely fantastic what they are doing um, for the Arsenal community. So you, you, you don't want to miss what they've got to say later on. But... Um, yeah, Lee, good to have you here. Just to remind everybody that um, this uh, video and this podcast is being powered by NordVPN. NordVPN keeps you safe from malware with threat protection by scanning files whilst they're downloaded and warns you about potentially dangerous websites. Um, this is what Mikel Arteta needs to be using this season to keep his tactics safe and sound, especially Postacoglu trying to look over yeah. to see what it is. Head over to yeah. nordvpn.com slash AFTV or click the link in the description below to get four months, yes, four months of NordVPN for free with their brilliant two-year plan. It's risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. So get involved with that right now. And Lee, we'll be using that next week when we're on our way over to Lawns. We will be. I just got to say, I just got to say, that was so professional. Yeah, I'll try it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, yeah, I, I tried to be, man. I couldn't do that. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> he done that in one take as well, though. No, I ain't got my glasses. Oh, uh, right. Listen, um, it's good to be here um, on the back of back to winning ways. Arsenal in the uh, Carabao Cup, um, beating uh, Brentford by yeah. a goal to nil. 
Another clean sheet away from home. One nil to the Arsenal. One nil to the Arsenal, and my God, we had to work for it. That did not seem like um, you know a Carabao Cup game. That was like more like a proper full-on Premier League game. Yeah, I got to say, I, I, I actually went there yesterday. Like, I'm not really looking forward to it. I, I've still, I still got the ump from the weekend, <laughs> and uh, I was a little bit down, a little bit. But like, got into the ground, as soon as the game kicked, and the way we started off the game, got, brilliant. Like, got yeah. into it. I thought we was brilliant in the first half, some real top performances from the players that I think um, needed games. I thought Nelson was outstanding on the day. Yeah. Tommy Asu, brilliant. Uh, Kivyar, brilliant. Aaron Ramsdale, magnificent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he you know, was, that saved him. Oh, I didn't even know he saved it, Rob. I, I just thought he hit the post. Yeah, no, no, he uh, saved it, he tipped it onto the post. Yeah. It was a brilliant, brilliant save. Yeah, brilliant save, and I thought he'd done really well. Um, but all round, I thought they played well. Jorginho, you know. Uh... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Brave on the ball when he has to be. I don't know if you noticed in the game, I noticed it yesterday. He was picking the ball up and as soon as he gets the ball, our central defenders go real wide. So if he does mess it up there, mm-hmm. they're... they're they're writing on their goal, yeah. so it's a, it, he has to uh, be very, very brave and a lot of sp- responsibility there. I didn't notice yeah. that so much you know, until yesterday. And even away from home, it's a big responsibility. He takes it, even though he made that mistake, he was still brave enough to pick the ball up in dangerous You're forgiving areas. him now, Huh? You're forgiving him for that Not really. I'd shake his hand now, like, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> no, like, yeah, he, he hasn't done it deliberately, has he? But I thought he, he played well as well. And I'll tell you, one of the best things for, of the night, I don't know if he showed it on CV, is when, when El Nenny, uh, at the yeah. end of the game, they was pushing him forward to, to take the you know fans' um, applause, pro- right. applause and all that, like, and, and he was reluctant to do it. And Martin, Martin Ullengard, Martin Ullengard pushed him, so he was there on his own. And I thought that was a real nice moment for I think for the what Mikel Arteta's done with um, that whole Elneny situation has been... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So good. And it's one of those things, right, that if you're part of a team, Mm. right, you remember things like that. You look on that and think, well, actually, you know what? This, This manager actually does care about us because what people forget is that, obviously, you've got that injury, um, ACL out for a whole season but his contract was up as well so yeah he renewed it didn't he he renewed his contract knowing that he's going to miss a full season they gave him an extra year on top of that so in effect they're saying no listen you're injured for a year but we're still going to reward you for your services and you're in you know what you, you've been doing here and we're going to give you an extra year they could quite easily yeah. have just said to him right at the end of you know 
See when, it, when, when your injuries recover now, you're out of contract, you have to go and find a new club, which would have been a lot harder. pretty tough for him as well, you know what I mean, coming off the back of an injury. So I think that's really good what he's yeah. done there. And even though, you know, El Nini's not a main player and he's not going to figure, but I think that those sort of things work wonders around the place. Yeah. Because other players see that and think, well, oh, there's a bit of loyalty here. There's a I, I, I think he contributed you know? last night when he came in. He did, that, he did all right. I mean, he done all right. So like last 10, 15 minutes of games, he can come in there and just like, what we done yesterday, which was very interesting, he put like two in there, two only midfielders yeah. and just sort of like said, right, come and break us down. And yeah, so I think it's something that they can use it for the 10, amount, 15 minutes. Yeah, I've never seen so many long throws. They, they threw it on us, didn't they? They yeah. put it on us. They put it. They, it was literally what they did to us that time when they beat us. Yeah. Remember that first game of the season, yeah. that Friday night when they beat us. That's what they did. But we just wilted that time. But today, um, in that game in the uh, Carabao, I, I thought we really stood up to the test. Yeah, stood up. Even when they won second balls, we had so many bodies back behind the ball. Um, yeah. It was a good performance. I tell yeah, you, I, yeah. I, I like you know there was. You know, first half I thought we. I've never seen a crowd go so quiet. And that, that, we, we quietened the crowd down, like mm. you know what I mean, from from the from the off. You know, when they got into it second half, their uh, fans got behind them and all that. So we've done the right thing there, uh, keeping them quiet. But then there was a different part of our game where you got to dig in. You know what I mean, like get, grind out a result. And you know, I have to say I was quite I was quite confident looking into it that we was going to hold on like you know and I mm. thought I've got to say a big up to Mikel I know I've criticised him the last few weeks and all that but I will praise when I praise I thought he got the team spot on I thought he got his substitution spot on after his well like and I thought it was a really really good encouraging performance showing that we've got a big enough squad mm. when it like you know Man City uh, went out yesterday as well so the draws opened up a little bit we've got that massive club now West Ham you know what I mean in the next round like you know so um Declan going back there uh, a little bit earlier yeah. than what he thought. So, uh, yeah, and another, another well, I'll tell you what, another away trip though, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 way away, away. And Neil Lennon saying, come on, pick out the 11, come on, pick it out, pick it out. I, I, I can't what's the last time we had an got I'm sorry. I think probably last year when we got beat by Brighton. Brighton, wasn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, that Sago done all right as well, didn't he? The, 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 done the very well, never heard of him. Never heard of Never him. Never heard of him through the like, you know, you, you hear of Sago a few Jr. Words, mm. you hear of Wanyeri and people like that coming through, yeah. but I've never heard of him. Done well. Done, Done really well. well. Worked really hard. And um, that was another one that Martin Udegaard pushed forward mm. at the end to just take his applause, you know what I mean? Yeah, Not yeah. 19 years of age. Uh, he'd be very he'd be very pleased today, wouldn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean? he'd be buzzing today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you have got over the North London derby because of that? No, no, not really. <laughs> that was, a, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, you know, I was just talking off air, I'm oh, disappointed, we didn't play well. You know what I mean? We no. didn't really turn up. I know Spurs played well and credit to them for that, I have said that. But we weren't really at, we weren't really at it. And, no. you know, I know we you... Were in the I thought in the first half we were, but in the second half, I felt that, I don't know, man, we looked tired in that second half. We looked leggy. And... Just it, we we had no control. I mean, obviously Declan Rice went off, hmm. but we lost control of the midfield completely then. And yeah, it was a very it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Yeah, and, and one of the things I've said like yesterday, you feel like we're away from home, we're in control. When I'm watching it at home, I feel like I'm playing the ninety minutes as well, like because it's hmm. we're never in control. We're all over the shop. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I have to say, like you know. There's, there's five minutes to go in that North London derby and I'm, I'm saying oh, 
I'm taking, we'll take the two-two, get out of here. And I don't want to do that against Spurs. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, you know. And of course, then uh, you, you, you get them, don't you? Crawling out of the woodwork. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't hear from some of them for, for, for six months. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one of my mates phoned up and said, "Oh, hello, Spurs must have been, you know what I mean, doing well. I ain't heard you for six months." Well, oh, great draw, yeah, mate. You lucky and all that, like you know. And 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 I, and I say this now: as well as we as they played, they had their full strength team out there, like you know, and they did play well. We didn't lose, and that is, the, I suppose, That's, the thing you know, I was doing the, doing the best of enemies with um, expressions and the way he was carrying on. And I said to my guy, "Can you tell me, remind me of the result again?" I go, "You didn't actually win the game; you drew." I can understand why you're happy with a draw. And don't get me wrong, if we go to the Etihad, a place where we always lose, and we get a draw, I'm gonna be buzzing as well. Yeah, but 100%. But we carried on like we won the game. You didn't actually win the yeah. game. I'd be looking on it and saying, step in the right direction and stuff like that. But the way some of their fans are carrying on, you'd have thought they won the game. And they forget, it was a weakened, we're not making excuses, no. but it was a weakened Arsenal team, wasn't it? it was yeah, some, very weak. There were some key players. When Declan Rice went off at half time, that's a key player to get, to go come out of a game uh, like that. That's a great point. And one of my Spurs mates, and I'm not going to mention him, but he does seem like he's 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 you know he's quite normal. He, he washes every every day and things like that. <laughs> but like uh, he he uh, he actually said missed opportunity. And I, and I said, what do you mean? Right? He goes, well, you know, you had these players out and that that was a good opportunity for us to put one over you. Yeah. and we missed out on it so he, he see it from 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 that side mm. like he goes you know because and what I thought that was a nice thing because that means that you know when we've got our players and everything yeah. we are a different side Martinelli by the way massive loss when we massive were, especially massive. games like that games like that massive yeah. massive massive loss Matt and Louise were out yesterday you were at the you were at the game as well the North London derby yeah. Yeah. frustrated as well like we were Really frustrated. They played their best. We weren't playing our best. You know, the team that played last Wednesday in the Champions League, it was like a total different team, wasn't it? Obviously, we were missing those key players, but Trossard, Martinelli, when Rice went off, it was just so frustrating. Yeah, I think the uh, disappointment for me was going ahead twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then coming back into it, it was, that's what killed it for me. Yeah, that's the worst thing in a Premier League. It feels more like you a loss. Yeah, you can't lose leads twice. Yeah, yeah. once. You know I mean, once, and 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 the second one, I'm still. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have forgiven Jorginho. I forgive him <laughs> after the game, but it's criminal because he's got so many options mm. to yeah. get rid of that ball. And why he's not even trying to chop it back? And I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah, and it's but it's like what you said, Lee. When he goes forward, they go outwards, yeah. and that left that gap for them mm. to nick it off him and just run off with it. Yeah, so, he was exposed, you yeah. know what I mean? Can't lose the ball in that position. No. no. Can't lose the ball, especially when you're like the last man. No. You know what I mean, it's criminal. Know. Criminal. Right? And the thing is, I, I, I said it, I go, they punish us for our mistakes. We didn't punish them no. for theirs because Madison gets well, the ball yeah, same sort of in the box. Yeah. Same thing. Worse. Jesus, worse. Mm. Yeah, you're right, worse. Jesus, just pick a spot. That would have been 2-0, wouldn't it? 2-0, yeah. 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 That would have been 2-0, probably been looking at a completely different game. Yeah. And we didn't take our chances. Yeah. And we, we didn't deserve to get more than a point no. out of the game. No. We also game. received a lot of messages after that match from people that we hadn't heard from for quite a long while. Funny, so. that, isn't it? <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all come out. Of the yeah, they, they do. Come they can't help themselves. They, they love they? a draw, don't they, Spurs? Oh. They love a draw. <laughs> that, you know... 
they're, they're, they're an unbelievable fan base, you know. But what were I mean? some of our fans that overreacting after that game? I know we're disappointed and everything, but were, you know, I, I remember speaking to some fans outside the game and basically saying, "That's it, league's gone," and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm looking at the league when I get home, and I'm like, we're four points off Man City, yeah. right? We we're unbeaten so far. We haven't lost a game yet this season. I know we haven't. You can look at performances and say we haven't been at our best, nowhere near. But we, if is that not a? I don't know. You can look on it two ways, I guess. Is it a good sign that we're not at our best, but we're still unbeaten, we're still getting the mm. job done? Or do you look at it and say, well, are we getting away with it at the moment? I mean, I like, always, I always think. Sorry, Robbie. I always think it's a good sign if you can sort of carve out results, wins, draws, you know, and play bad then there's only, we can only go one way, can't we? Start playing, getting our mojo, and we, yeah, I'm sure we'll do all right. Where are you? It's, a, it's early days. <laughs> Anything can happen, can't it, at the end of the day? And oh, yeah. I, 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 I echo those sort of things, but we're up against a team that I've not experienced. Like, you know, listen, we had the 4.5 point, 6 point lead against them, and it still eight wasn't point. an 8 point lead. It wasn't enough. I don't think we can afford to, to drop more points and go behind them. Mm. That's my problem, like, you know. And you can tolerate one draw at home, you know what I mean, like, like to a Tottenham if, you, if, if that's the case. But on, on the back of a one against Fulham, I think we're struggling at home a little bit and we need to start doing that. And, and listen, what, what was a little bit annoying for me in the game is that if, if we beat Manchester City now and we still don't go above them, if we beat Bournemouth, you know what I mean? Like, I think psychologically, if we would have like won um, last Sunday, beat Bournemouth, and then beat Manchester City, we go above them, and that would have been a real kick. So, you know, it, it's not a must-win game against them, but like, you know, or even on Saturday, on Saturday. But I just feel we cannot keep dropping points at home. But we have got to start clicking sooner or later. Like what now. is it about home at the moment? That should be our superpower at home. Mm. That should be our safe space, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should be. We haven't haven't actually lost a game at home yet, right? But why is it that, you know, we can go away. We saw against Brentford, they're absolutely putting it on us, right? And I love the way we defended, like, so many bodies back behind. They just couldn't get a clear, clear shot in, right? Clean sheet against Bournemouth for home, away. Clean sheet against Palace. Clean sheet again, you know, away from home, and then we come home, and we just seem so wide open. Yeah, that, I think that's something to what, do with what, it. What is it? Why? Why? Well, you can't blame the fans, can you? Because like the fans, they're right behind them. Oh, yeah. it's mm. like electric there. So. Or is it? Is it that the, are, are the players getting too emotional and too carried away Maybe. that they feel like they've got to go and score three, four, and, and losing their discipline? What, uh, what is it? I, I think part of it is that the defenders have got to. When you're away from home, it's right, defend, defend, defend. When we're at home, I think it's like, right, get on the ball, make things happen, make space, do drop here, drop there, give an angle and all that. So I think that there's more emphasis on attacking than rather defending. But if you look at that, if you look at that Brentford game, right, and you look at the, um, sorry, what was the previous um, away game in the Premier League? We, 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 Palace uh, was Ever- a lot. Palace, Everton. Everton, yeah. Right? We, we were attacking in those games. We had all the ball. We had all the possession. Right? So the first half against, um, against Brentford, we were, we were attacking 
and we, but we, we were disciplined in our attacking. Listen, I'm Brentford had chances yesterday. They had in the second of, half, what I'm there saying. was one in the first half yeah. when they had like he was in the penalty area and no one round him. We do mm. we we do allow teams to have chances. Now a good team like Tottenham or or, or the, the top half tables, they're going to bury them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like so we got away with it a little bit. Like you know, but I don't know what it is. I, you know, as I say, I I don't feel we're ever really totally in control of, of a home game. When was the last time you thought? Well, we totally controlled it. PSV, we did. PSV, yeah. But like in the league, you know, I mean, I'll go back to, to to Forest. It was we was all over the shop there yeah. at times. You know, what I mean, certainly against Spurs, we were. Manchester United, it could have gone, you know, the other mm. way. It was, you know, a, a millimetre, and we lose that game, or, or we don't win it. Mm. So we've never really been in control. Where I'm sitting there yesterday, I feel like I, I was in control. Even when they was coming forward, I feel like. We was can defend it probably. Every time someone goes forward to the Emirates, I think they're going to score. Yeah, you know. I, I think that as well. We sort of sit behind the goal and you see them coming towards us, and you're thinking, "Oh no!" Yeah, mm. you no. know. So I don't know if that's a f- <laughs> that's a f- feeling that the players are getting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's a real mystery. It's a real mystery. But hopefully, listen, we'll be bringing that A game for the um, Man City match. Well, that's it. That's a huge, huge game. But before we got that game, we've got the uh, Bournemouth oh, as well. We're going to yeah. have a little chat about that. But before we get to that, I wanted to ask uh, you two guys. You're holding up uh, a picture there of a, a, a young child or a young kid, um, which I know um, was your son. I met you two um, at the Sidemen yeah. event, yeah. and you were telling me about. The whole story around this and i found uh, i found it was brilliant and that's why i said i want to get you guys on today to tell everybody um about your story so if, if you can tell us I, I know you're both big arsenal fans tell us about the significance of the picture and what you guys have been doing uh, so this picture is of our little boy George and last year following an 11 month battle with a glioblastoma brain tumour, George passed away aged just 13. So George was Arsenal running through his veins, massive, massive gooner. Um, he just kind of was totally healthy and then got headaches in April 2021, so he was 12 then, just out of the blue, honestly, hardly ever been at the doctors in his life and was then diagnosed with this GBM brain tumour for which there's no cure. So we went to Germany, didn't we? We went to America. We did everything we could to try and save George's life, but there just isn't enough research out there to to beat this tumour. So brain tumours kill more young adults under 40 and of our children as well um, than any other cancer. So it's a massive, massive issue. We've met loads of other parents now in the same position as us, but while George was poorly, it was really important to us because we knew he had a 0% chance of survival, that we made lots of memories doing the things that he loved. And obviously that meant a lot of Arsenal matches. So we were gifted tickets from the Claude Guna Trust for Matt and George to go to the that's Spurs brilliant. match. That's yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Guna Trust, yeah, that's fantastic. That, Honestly, yeah. Lily, Lily was amazing. Lily, such, such Claude's daughter. Yeah, yeah, such amazing support from the Arsenal fans. We were raising money to to get medical care for George as well. And we had so many comments from our lovely Arsenal community, didn't we? Um, So after we were gifted some tickets while George was poorly, you know, we were trying to think of ways that we could, 
you know, help other people in our situation, things that George would love, and just really keep our little boy's memory alive. And we know that he would be very, very happy that this season we've managed to um, purchase two club tickets in George's name. So they're actually in the name of Gorgeous George, which was his nickname. Um, and we are gifting those each match to a child with cancer and a family member. So they don't need to come with us. Um, they just go and have a nice time and, and we write them a little letter from George explaining you know, where the seats are, where to go, and a little bit about George and put some pictures in there of him as well. And it's just, it's just been a lovely thing for us to do, hasn't it? We know he would definitely be very happy about this. So, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable, Brilliant. unbelievable. And, you, you, and that's for every game? Every game. Every home game, yeah. Yeah, so, so every home game. But like Lou said, when we got the tickets from Lily, I know that was one of the best days of George's life. Yeah. They were great seats, so right on the tunnel, and it just made his day. They, you know, we had time together, precious time, because yeah. it was running out, and we won, 3-1. First, we won. Yeah. We've um, we've actually wow. managed to spot him on the Arsenal um, documentary as well, yeah. didn't we? I think you <laughs> can see him because we know where he was sat. We literally could freeze the frame oh, and see him yeah, he was in the crowd. Happy, he? Yeah, he was like yeah. jumping up. So we did win that one. Oh, that's fantastic! Fantastic. And how do how do people find out more that if if, if they've say got a child who's got cancer? Um, so they can email us at helpgorgeousgeorge at gmail.com and they just need to send us um, like a copy of a diagnosis letter from their clinical nurse or doctor and get in touch with us. You know, we, we love to speak to families that are in the position that we were in because until you're in on that path, you know, you can never, ever understand the true horror of it. You know, one day we were a normal family. George has got an older brother, Jamie, and a little sister. Izzy and then the next day our lives were totally obliterated and torn apart and they've never resumed because no. now you know every day we wake up without our little boy and that's why it's so important for us to to do this because we know Did this that was so important to him. Did that sort of help going to the Arsenal and, and things yeah. like that? 100%. Like, this like, is where we feel so close to him yeah. don't we? Yeah I mean the memories through Arsenal what I, I particularly have like I get them all, every time we go back Lou you 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 went with him a lot on the on his last year. Yeah. It just yeah, and he loved it. It was when he gave us a smile when he weren't feeling great. As soon as he got in the Emirates, he was back smiling. So we yeah. even had times um, where we were told they probably didn't want him to leave the hospital, but we knew that he was on borrowed time and he really really wanted to go to the Arsenal match. Home game coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So we would take him. We had. The Arsenal. He'd be going, he's not even 100%. Yeah, mm. I mean, when we say one doctor did not want to let him leave the hospital, did they? No. But we had like all the medical team on standby at Arsenal, and he was so brave. He just breezed everything, didn't Which he? he was like, Arsenal were great. Arsenal were amazing. When he was unwell. So you, you had to tell, obviously, Arsenal that, that yeah. he was yeah. coming out of hospital. What, what hospital was it? Great Ormond Street? Uh, so he was under Great Ormond Street, but this time he was he was actually in our local hospital. Um, Great Ormond Street were fantastic, and they were really supportive of him being able to get out and do what he wanted yeah. as well. I think at our local hospital, because they deal less with children with brain tumours, they were a little bit more hesitant and resistant, but our consultant was really on board with George yeah. getting to do the things that he wanted to do. So what you had to do was to write to Arsenal and tell them that, that this is what is happening, and, yeah. and they was very, yeah. very supportive. I mean, like. they, they were great. You had like a contact. Yeah, I made a really good contact there. Um, they were that good that well, there was one time we were coming in, I think it was, uh, I can't remember what game, Southampton it was. Yes. And George weren't feeling very well on the way in, but they used to let us park under the, 
Emirates. Yeah. And uh, Lou spoke to her friend on the way and said, look, George ain't feeling too great. So I'm not sure what we're gonna do. And she said, right, okay, let me talk to my boss. So they let us into the press area, let us have a press seat for the game because that was so near to the entrance where the players come in. The ambulance is just there. So if anything happens, we've got everything here. So please still come to the game. You'll be all right. And that's, Arsenal yeah. were quite good like that. They were amazing. Realize. And it was COVID times as well. So it was a little bit more difficult for George to have those kind of special times that a child with cancer would have out of COVID times where wishes could be made, where he'd be able to go down pitch side and meet the players and stuff like that. So that wasn't an option at that time, but they made sure that they made they made it really special. And yeah. Mikel Arteta actually wrote to us at home personally, didn't he? Because he met George and yeah. said how so sad and sorry he was when he heard that George had passed oh, away. Nice. He wrote as a personal they note. They actually so. invited us in that same game against Southampton because we we're in the press area. Um, they come up to us at half time and said, look, after the game, do you want to come in and watch the press conference with uh, Mikel and uh, the Southampton boss? We said, yeah, we'd love to. They said, you'll be all right, because there will only be you, t you three in there and a camera lady. So we were like, brilliant. Yeah, so we went in there. And after all, they had done their press bit. Uh, Mikel come out mm. and he spent a good 20 to half hour, brought a shirt out from Saka for George. He was wow. talking, and then wow. we're talking in COVID times as well. He was yeah. like, he really went beyond. He said he like couldn't imagine how we felt. He was so such a lovely family man because he said his yeah. son was the same age as George, and you know he was just so kind, yeah. wasn't he? That yeah. like the smiles that George that, that gave that day, made, honestly. That must have made his day oh, well, we've yeah. got. I mean, even at George's um, celebration of life, we actually played that was in the little video because yeah. yeah, it was important that Arsenal was weaved into that little video yeah, lot, wasn't like, it um, so it's a can't buy experience you yeah. can't buy that mm -hmm. and it was yeah it happened for us just who, because who, who's the way George's favourite player he loves Saka <coughs> so <laughs> we're looking after his guinea pigs he's got um, Saka um, Smith Rowe and Martinelli uh -huh. and then we just <laughs> added to last week didn't we we bought a Trossard a little grey one so. uh -huh. <laughs> oh, and I noticed you didn't mention Smith Rowe from last night either yeah he done I well I thought he'd done alright yeah, done, yeah. Done, well, done, well, well, yeah. you didn't mention Smith Rowe well, what are you up to well I'm sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> sorry Emil done well. well done for pulling him up <laughs> but um, yeah no what you guys are doing is amazing and I, I love the fact that you know um, through the tragedy you know you you were able to give him such great memories but now you're passing that on you're mm. saying right we're gonna help to create that for other yeah, um, special. people going there. Yeah. I think that's that's such an amazing mm. thing to do and yeah. um, well no, we love doing it we love doing it mm. it's it is for us as well to yeah. be able to give that back to others you know that experience that George received um, mm. it just means the world and hopefully you know the children that get to go they'll be lasting memories for all of their life and they'll live long happy lives but you know in the instance where like us that isn't the situation those parents will treasure those memories beyond belief so I was going to ask you that how important those memories yeah. are oh, yeah unbelievable mm. just the pictures this is this is what we've got left now so I mean, when he's unwell when George was unwell it's it's funny you don't really remember much before that no you sort of just remember this horrendous year mm. but in that horrendous year we had some really lovely times and most of them were at the emirates is that so. what he wanted to do did he like you know was it like did you want to go to disneyland want to go to the emirates or things like that or he he loved he would want to go back to disney again wouldn't he but because of covid yeah, we're not going to lie <laughs> yeah, he did no, want to no, go I back to disney I mean, but 
honestly, if we could get him to every home game, that was one happy boy, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, he was happy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a shame, man. Because I, I did interview you one time, didn't yes. you? Yeah, yeah, you were showing me that. Yeah. That was it. So was that a time when he was there? or? So that was the first match we went to after George passed away. Right. That was the, oh, the match at home yeah, against Man United, Manu yeah. in Free. April 2022, wasn't it? 3-1, so, didn't we? We were yeah. quite happy that day in that sense. It was that really, really difficult to go. Time. Really, yeah, yeah. What was that like going back to the, to oh. the Emirates for the first That must have been tough on you guys. Really, really difficult. And, and even now, going on Saturday, like I was, I was crying the whole way to the train station on Saturday just because... It was the same weekend that two years ago George and Matt had been, where it was three one against Spurs, well, and all with those the Lily tickets. Yeah, yeah, with the Lily, with yeah. the Lord Guna mm. uh, Trust tickets, and just remembering how happy they were. We could only get two tickets that day, but we met them afterwards and staying in London and those memories. And so you know, it's still really emotional, but particularly that first match. He spoke about that all night. Yeah, he just kept going on about the result. So on the way out of the Man United match, we walked past Robbie doing his little um, filming <laughs> and Matt said, you should go on there. George always wanted, you know, one of us to go on Arsenal TV and that he didn't need to say anymore, did no, you? He was straight over there. <laughs> I wriggled my way in. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and then brilliant. You, you put it online for us. So we were really, really grateful. Oh, yeah. so. so what you guys are doing is, um, is amazing. We're going to put like um, also that email address in thank the description yeah, so people you. can get in. Um, in contact with you if they're interested and you know keep it up it's, it's absolutely amazing and don't go anywhere because um, I wanted to talk um, about the game coming up at the weekend yeah I just, want, I just want to say like you know big up to you too like you know, oh, it's amazing it's amazing when I met them and I heard the story I'm like yeah, yeah. I'll get you on you know because uh, it's fantastic and how, how are you two guys now how, how, how is the family and everything like you know Things will never be the same and we wake every day and we haven't got our little boy and our hearts are broken. We just try and get through the days, but these kind of things and coming on here, this is just like George's dream. So yeah. I know he's watching down and you know, his, his brother and his sister are just devastated, aren't they? His whole family's devastated. Mm. Um, yeah, just we didn't know that there would ever be a thing in this country where there's a 0% chance of a cure for a little 12 year old boy. So, you know, if anybody out there does want to support any charities, then brain tumour charities are a good way to go because there's such a risk with being the biggest killing cancer of our children yeah, as well. It's so. the one without, like Lou said, there's no cure. So it needs research because there needs to be a cure mm. and there will be one day, yeah. but they need money for that. So yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a skydive um, two weeks Oof. on Saturday. Ooh. So I'm doing it with a group of other mums. We've all lost our children to uh. brain cancer. Um, so the children range from little Harry, who's two, up to, um, I think the eldest is Ethan, who's 17. There's eight of us, we're jumping out of a plane together, we think... Are you scared? No, because once you've seen your child be as brave as they need to be and go through that, you are literally never scared of anything again. True. So us yeah, mums, we I mean, I can't even stand on the loft ladder. I, I'm so scared of heights. <laughs> you don't. No, I don't. I literally so, don't. There could be no anything up in our loft. So uh, um, a little bit higher than the loft ladder. <laughs> Are you sure you're not scared? I mean, no, I'm not. So us mums, we feel like we're going to be close to our children up there in the oh, sky. Fantastic. And together, we're going to try and ra raise a hundred thousand pounds for the Tessa Jail Foundation because they've just launched Children's Centres of Excellence. They'll be launching this December which when you have a child going through cancer, it's really important that that journey is good because otherwise you can be left with a lot of trauma as well. So their focus is not only on kind of helping to cure 
those brain tumors. It's also about the journey along the way, making sure that that journey is the best it can possibly be for those children going through that cancer journey. So if anybody wants to, am I allowed to give a shameless plug of to course, it? Of course, give a shameless plug. <laughs> if anybody wants to um, find that, they can go on Just, Div- Just Giving and search um, Angel Mums Skydive. So the skydive is all one word. There's a picture of all the eight mums and their, their little children on there as yeah. well. Give so us a link for that as well. We'll put that I will, in the thank you. Well. That'd be amazing. I've got some breaking news as well. Lee's offered to come on it. <laughs> Yay! Uh, We've got a spare space. <laughs> well, I'd never do that. I'd never do that. Like that. I'm sure well, we can I'm, find I'm, a spare I'm, space. I admire you for doing it. I, you know, I don't <laughs> think I could do that. Like, yeah, it's, it's a bit high for me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not great you. heights. Are you great heights? Um, I'm all right, but when you now start to know that you are actually going to drop yeah. no yeah. no I wouldn't be good with that no. at all <laughs> I think if you could, when you're so high it's no there is no height is there Mm. Oh, well, I'm not doing it. No, so. no, no, no. He's trying to reassure me. Yeah, you ain't doing it. No, I, I think we wanted to do something that was going to really put yeah, us out of our comfort zone as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, these well children done. go through a lot. You know, in yeah, in do, yeah. eleven and a half months that George was ill, he had three brain surgeries, all sort of like nine, ten hours long. Um, he had another surgery for a shunt, what? probably about five chemos, painful immunotherapy in Germany. This was just to get him to last for 11 months. And one of those was in America. Yeah. It's in a strange country, yeah. I mean. Yeah. When he woke up, he said, this is the worst holiday he'd ever been on. <laughs> Bless him, he saw everything as like a real kind of positive. Yeah. But his doctor was a gooner. Yeah, he might All be coming over there. next year. Yeah. That's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he might come and see us next year and we're going to try and get him to a match. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we've brilliant. stayed in touch with him. So That's Arsenal fantastic. connects people everywhere, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah trust me, we was in America. There's loads of uh, loads of Arsenal fans over there. Yeah. Massive, massive um, following. So, well, listen, good luck with that. Thank good you. Good luck with that. And, um, yeah, and as I said, stay here because game at the weekend. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Um, be, beside the seaside. Beside the season, <laughs> but a game that we have to win. With. Yeah, a game we got win. We got uh, hospitality, haven't we? Like you know, thanks to uh, Joe and BHS, B and H, sorry, B and H, like yeah, um, air up. conditioning. Yeah, they've invited us down for the for a meal. I'm looking forward sounds to that. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank, thank you, Joe. Um, we're looking forward to that. Like you know, yeah, it's very yeah. hard to get tickets uh, for that's this game. It, that's as well. the thing. That that game actually is one of the hardest games to get tickets for. Um, because they've got such a small ground, it was about 11,000, so you only get about 800 tickets. Yeah, it's really like... But I'll say one thing, right? If you can ever get a ticket to that game... It's a great game. I love it. It's a great game. It's such a unique ground because it is small, but you're so close to the players. Um, they even come and say hello yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, you're, you're literally like you're literally here and they're there yeah. it is a very unique experience yeah. as, as regards to going to football in the Premier League and um, yeah it's, it's always quite friendly there you know what I mean it's never an asshole or anything it's, I, I, I like I like going there I like that I'm, I'm glad that they're still in the Premier League yeah you know you've got to give it up to Bournemouth they're a team that punch so far above their weight it, it, it's a funny you know? thing because and I, and I don't mean this horribly there is that thing with Bournemouth where even if with an away ticket even though you're not guaranteed of an, you know mm. so uh, I was thinking oh, like, you know I like going to the games maybe I'll do one of them down and then we, we met Joe uh, and he said like now next year you can come to uh, you know like have a hospitality uh, you know because he's B&H uh, um, they're actually sponsoring the game as well okay. so like it's like proper 
So I'm, I, from then on, I'm going, come on, Bournemouth, stay up. <laughs> come on, Bournemouth. <laughs> this guy, man. I'm come on, Bournemouth. He's unreal. He's unreal. Even without that, I wanted him to stay up because I, I, I do like the fact that it's just a, such a unique... Yeah, it's unique. It's, it's a lovely place. Right, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, no, I, 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 I like it, man. I like it, but... Listen, we can't take that game lightly. No, not um, at all. I remember last year when they beat Liverpool. You know, they've given teams some tough games. Even it's never they, easy they, to go there and win, to be yeah, honest. They, they haven't started the season great, but we've got to go and get three points there in order to set us up for that game against Man City. That's the big one the week after, just before the international break. It's important, isn't it? Yeah. Massive. I, I, I honestly think, I know you might think I'm being silly here, right? If we don't win this game, all right? What, Bournemouth or City? Bournemouth, forget about Man City, forget about Bournemouth. I think we're under the pump for the title. That's how yeah, big it'd be, this game it'd be is. tough. I, I really do. You can't afford to drop points like Fulham. And no disrespect to Bournemouth, those sort of teams. You know that Manchester City are going to go there and win. You know that the Liverpool will <coughs> go there. And, I think they've already yeah, won. They last year. They lost last year. Yeah, did they? Yeah. They won there this year, you know what I mean? Like, so it's important that you know that you yeah so I, I, listen uh, you know I've, I've enjoyed that yesterday but now I'm nervous for this game because it is a massive game for us I, I really do think it is it's no good like um, lo losing and drawing at Bournemouth and then going and beating Man City you've got to nail both and, and I, I think this is a very very important game and one that we can't can't take lightly I've already you know, on the forever Arsenal going, oh, we can rest Saka for this game because it's Bournemouth and all. Oh, no. Rest? No, no chance. No, you know, you know what they're like full, on there. Full, who said that? Turkish. Uh, no, 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 definitely weren't Turkish. You know, silly, soppy Jordan it was. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jordan and, and, and. No, you can't rest. No. Play your best players for this game. If, if Saka's fit, Saka plays. Jesus is fit, he plays. Listen, if Martinelli is 100% fit, he plays. I mean, I, I, to, to be honest, I'm, I'm sort of understand why he might want to say rest some of those players because we've got a game on Tuesday. Um, this is the thing. I mean, you know, we've got Lons away in the Champions League and that's an important game as well. But for me right now, every game, the game in front of you is the most it's important It's the most game. important one, yeah. And we need to win that game. We need to win that Bournemouth game. And yeah. that will help mentally, won't it, going in anyway. So yeah. Momentum is yeah. key, but uh, Declan Rice should be back, shouldn't he? Well, I hope so. Yeah, never, never been injured for West Ham. <laughs> no, never injured for West Ham. <laughs> never injured comes to Arsenal on the back. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Thomas Partey never ever injured no. when he's at Atletico. Turns up at Arsenal. He's never fit. No, he's never, <laughs> never fit. No, he's never fit. <laughs> it's unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It's incredible. Trossard just before the North London derby, flying two in two, looking sharp. Really good. Up. Yeah. Right. Oh, no Trossard, he's out. He felt something. And it, what's going on? Mm. Dropped his spoon in the canteen and felt the same as he picked it up. Like, you know, I mean, unreal. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, was, uh, it was really, you know. The, the other thing I want to ask you was this, right? I don't know if you've seen um, loads of rumours this week about two strikers. And, I, and I, I looked at that miss last week by Jesus. And I looked at even Eddie and Ketia. I mean, Eddie and Ketia, good player. Jesus, very, very good player. But I don't think either of those are out-and-out out strikers mm. for me. And when I say out-and-out, top, top quality strikers that can maybe get you 25 goals in a season. I think if Arsenal had that, mm. 
we've got a very, very good chance of winning the league yeah. if we had that yeah. player. I think we all right? would. Yeah. And I was looking at it this week. There's two players now that look like they could be available, right? There's Ivan Tony. Yeah. Where there's lots and lots of rumours flying around mm. that, you know, Brentford will cash in on him in January. There's rumours, anything between 60 to 80 million pounds will get him. Um, he's been heavily linked with Arsenal. I've seen rumours where they said that Arsenal representatives have even spoken to him already. Um, that interview that he gave with mm. Stephen Bartlett where out of the blue, remember, it was Stephen Bartlett was saying to him, oh, you're a Liverpool fan. And he said, oh, but I, he emphasised to say, I've got a real soft spot for Arsenal, for yeah, Arsenal yeah. the way they play. He didn't need to say that, did right. he? He could have just said, yeah, I support Liverpool, but I play for Brentford. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right? So there's him. There's also the whole Victor Osimhen thing. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I have seen where, it. Unbelievable. You know, yeah, he's, 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 believe, he, you yeah. know he's suing his own club because um, you know they they took the mickey, they, out, of him, they took the mickey out of him missing a penalty, which on social media, which he didn't like. He's really, really been angry about that. Um, he scored during the week. Didn't even celebrate. Right. There's a lots of rumours that he wants to leave. Maybe not a January thing. But he could go um, possibly in the summer. Um, for you guys, and I'm starting with you, Lee. Right? Which one of those two would you rather have? Right? I, th I think Arsenal need to go and get a striker, uh, and you know I'd love a striker with Jesus. So you've got Jesus still in the team, but if you've got that firepower up there, when you you know you've got say Ivan Tony up front or Victor Osimhen, mm. I think that will frighten a lot of teams. Right, if you can only have one of those two, who would it be? Osimhen or Tony? I think I'd go for Tony uh, because I think he's going to be a little bit cheaper. Not that money matters, but also I think I'm going to say Premier League experience, Premier League proven. Premier League ready. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, I, will, I will go down that route. I, I think we need to. I, I, I am convinced that we need to get somebody up front. I think we are looking at a striker as well. Yeah. I, and I as I said, the rumours around, the rumours around, you know, both those players, apparently as well, Arsenal have, you know, um, over the summer, we reached out to Osimhen's representatives, showing mm. a big interest in him as well. He would be expensive. You know, he, he's- How he's old is he, about 24? 24. 24, 24. yeah. only 24. I'll change my mind then. Like, right, he, 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 he would be expensive. Fixed fixed you're talking probably about 120, 130. Yeah, and he's, well, what, Tony's 27, 28. Yeah. So, hmm, I think like the age thing would, it would fit into our- Well, like you said, players. Tony would be Premier League ready. He wouldn't have to, wouldn't have to hit Some, the Sometimes running. I think, sometimes along the line, I think we've got players at the moment for 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 now, but also for the future. So I, I think we have got to maybe sign someone for now. Mm. You know, we're, we're in a we're we're in a position now where we could could do really well for the next couple of years. Get someone in now that that's ready. So maybe Tony. I don't know. One, either one. I'm not bothered. Mm. But what about you two? You two. I'm with Lee. I'm I, the same. I, yeah, I'd go Tony all day long. He's Premiership ready. The chances we create. I mean, you've seen him play. It, you know, he'd get 25 goals easy. Mm. We hoped it was going to be Jesus. We love Jesus, but he then had that long injury, didn't he? Yeah. And, and he don't play the same. He's not direct. He's not like a centre a center forward. Yeah, that's what I think. I, 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 I look on Jesus, I'm like, he drifts around so yeah. much. 
he, he'll pick up the ball deep in deep pockets sometimes. Mm. He, I mean, he's that's his game. Yeah, I'm on about. I just feel that Arsenal also needs. You know, we, we need Jesus because he's a driving force in our team, very important player. But I just think if Arsenal had like a killer yeah. up front, like either a Osimhen or a Tony, that's going to guarantee you twenty plus goals every season. That's if they were through the other day. Oh, and there was two chances. Eddie had one. Yeah. And also, um, Jesus. you know, Jesus. Yeah. They bury that. Yeah. We need someone that in a game where we're not maybe playing our best, but we always create chances, Arsenal. We always yeah, create yeah. chances, right? We need a guy that if we're not even playing at our best, he'll pop up and bang. Like what Harry Kane used to do for sports. Yeah, he yeah. carried him for years by doing that. We've got a very, very good team all round. And I just feel like, I was imagining it today, and I was like, Imagine if Arsenal had like Ossiemen up front. So you're you're like Bournemouth this weekend, right? And you're like, right, I'm up against Saka on the right, Ossiemen down the middle, Martinelli on the left, or it could be Trossard on the left, or it could even be Jesus on the right, right? Then you know behind them is like Declan Rice. You're going to be scared, ain't you? Thinking, yo, oh, man, that's yeah. a bit. You know, with City at the moment, where you think, well, yeah. Haaland, Rodri, De Bruyne, mm. Foden out there, Grealish. You know, what I mean, I think it's that one component that would just give yeah, teams that real. It, it would give us that real fear factor going into games. I think that that could be one of the final things that Arsenal need. Yeah, and if they got the money to do it, I mean, I'd probably. Go Ossiman. Right. I, I love Tony as well. Listen, I'll take either, right? But if Arsenal said, right, now we're going to wait until the summer and we're going to get Ossiman, I'd be cool. But if they want, if, if it is Tony, I want Arsenal to go all out for him in January, in January because you know that Chelsea yes. will be trying to get him. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just think as well, if, if it's between us and Chelsea, we're a much better proposition than Chelsea right now. Chelsea's I would rather got, like, we didn't have to wait for the summer. I'd rather go for January. Go January yeah, and just yeah. get Ivan Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I want to put it to people out there listening to the podcast mm. and also watching this video. Who would you, the choice, Osimen or Tony? Or do you think, do you think we don't need a striker or do you think we do need a striker? I think we do. Do, do you know what? I, I'm going to be really honest. I, I, I felt beginning of the season, maybe we didn't because we had Jesus. And, but after what he's watching the last few games, I, I feel now we definitely. Do you know what? One. It's not even that for me. I just feel that even if Jesus is banging in the goals, I remember he scored a couple this season. It's not like he's been. But I know we all remember the chance he missed in that game. But he's been, you know, since he's come back, he's been good. I think even with him playing well, I still would like to see mm. Arsenal go and get an out and out striker, Sorry. good in the air, target man who just. In and around the box. You don't have to drop into any pockets to pick it up. You just wait up there mm -hmm. for Saka, Martinelli, do your stuff. Odegaard, all these players to be... And I think we all of a sudden have a very devastating team. And he bullies, doesn't he? Tony bullies. Players. Yeah, yeah, he does. He don't just, you know, he gets in their face. He's on yeah. him, so... He's a confident player, isn't he? And he's got, he's got a great record in the Premier League. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, I love it. I love his self confidence. His yeah. self confidence. He's. Not, I remember when they um they had that game against City, 
what, last year when um, when Brentford beat yeah, yeah he, he, was brilliant. he was brilliant he was brilliant that day and then you could see he was like he had no fear mm. of City mm. he had no fear whatsoever and I just think he he would be an outstanding signing and I, I think if we did sign somebody say like a Tony it, it would just elevate us that little bit more yeah do you know what I mean gives you that fear factor fear, and yeah. also we've got to think about things like Champions League and that as I think if you've got an Aussie man and you've got Ivan Tony yeah. You know, you increase your chances in that competition. He's not cup tied. No, Osman is now. Yeah, Osman would be, but uh, Osman I don't think would be a January signing. No, nah. I, I, well, I think we need someone. In, I'm, 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 I'm going with the, these guys now. Like, we need something in January. So do you want yeah. Tony in January? Yeah, yeah, January, January the first. Get it done. Get, get our number done. nine, our yeah. out and out striker, yeah. and then. And twenty-seven is no age, is it really? No, no. I mean, no. Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, We've right, got such I'm a young team anyway, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, right. uh, uh, the here and now. So yeah. we all we've all agreed we we, we need we, to get in luck. Yeah. We need someone in January. Like we said, we just focus on the match ahead. We need to focus on the the next, the next opportunity ahead. So January. Okay, okay. All right. Finally, let's get you're your predictions. You're outvoted. I'll still go Aussie awesome, though. No. <laughs> You'd be happy with either. <laughs> <laughs> with, I'll, I'll, I'll get your. Let's get your predictions for the weekend. Let's start with the guys over here, Luis. Oh, I'm going to go. Way. I'm going to go three one. Um, three one. Mm. I like um, probably a two nil. Oh, yeah. clean sheet. Yeah, clean sheet. Two nil. I've gone two nil. I'll say two nil. I'm going two nil as well. Um, I think you know we've been keeping clean sheets away yeah. from home. I think they're playing with pride to try and keep that clean sheet. So, well, I mean, easy game. No. Bournemouth. You know, I mean, they they even though they've not been doing very good this season, they're going to want to. You know, also come into town, so it's a huge game for them. But I, I'm, I feel that Arsenal will get the job done. The way we've been playing away from home has been really encouraging. So, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get the job done. Listen, I want to thank you guys for, no, thank for you. coming on today. Thank you. Um, and wish, wish you, <coughs> excuse me, all the success with all that you're doing in um, the memory of your son. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, and we're going to put the link in the description for people to be able to get in contact with you if you. they're interested in taking up the tickets and also the skydive, the big skydive that you're doing. <laughs> Lee, you still time, mate? Oh, I, I want to know that, I want, we want to know when you're safely back on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's we'll let you know, know. we'll definitely let you yeah, know. Us know. Well, what are you frightening her like that for? Well, I'm not, I'm just, just safely back what on day, the ground. When, you, when is the actual, when you doing? 14th of October. 14th of October, like, you know, so I want <laughs> so a text only, message on the 15th saying, <laughs> so I am all right. This is all right, yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely get it. It'll oh, be fun. And Lee, thank you oh, very much to you as well. Yeah, looking forward to uh, France as well. We didn't mention France. We've got France, Lons, Lons away. Yeah, so looking forward to that. We're going to be travelling over. The good thing about there is actually you can go on the day. You can literally just go on the, hop on the Euro Tunnel. Yeah, we we'll um, do it. That's what we're doing, aren't we? Mind you, hold on. They're not on strike or nothing, are they? I'm not sure. We're going to check out. We're going to like Junior sort of <laughs> like, and they're on strike. You know, when we've got a yeah, deal. Yeah, because it's not no. far from Calais. No, it's only so an hour. Just, yeah, so you just hop over. I've no. been there before. I've been, I went mm. to the England Wales game in the Euros. I ain't been there before. Exciting yeah. place? It, it's nice. It's not, I wouldn't say it's exciting. There's not a lot there. It's a nice French mm. village. Or It's not a lot of village. That's wrong to say. It's not. It's not like a major city. It's very, yeah. very, very nice. I've seen like. I've seen culture, Robbie. Culture. Mm, I've seen yeah. many times like on TV, like when they show. I've watched a lot of their games last season, and they, they were good. And they had that second for fun. Now I'll tell you what, they had a great atmosphere. Mm, it's lovely. That's going to be stadiums. Really yeah, nice. the atmosphere there is going to be good. So I'm looking forward to that game. Um, so that's next week Tuesday. But first of all, we've got to deal with a game in front of us, 
Bournemouth away, we're going to be there. Don't forget to check it out on AFTV. We'll be at the game. We'll be speaking to fans. Of course, we'll be in the studio doing a watch along as well. So make sure you don't miss that. And uh, yeah, we're out of here now. This was a video and podcast was brought to you by NordVPN. Do not forget to check it out, right? They've got their special offer on right now where you get four months free um, with their brilliant two-year plan. Click the link in the description right now to um, get involved. And of course, they've got their 30-day money-back guarantee, but you won't want your money back. It's a great feature, especially when you're going abroad. It really, really is good. So make sure you get involved. Click the link in the description. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next week with another Invincible podcast. The Invincible podcast. Myself, Robbie and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.